You're listening to Those Girls with Arthritis podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Bree. And I'm Becca. Through this podcast, we hope to give a more personal view into life with chronic illnesses. Share with us, learn with us, and grow with us. Welcome to Those Girls with Arthritis. Good morning. Welcome back to Those Girls with Arthritis. As always, this is Bree, and I'm here with my co-host, Becca. Hey, good morning or afternoon or evening, whatever time everyone's listening to. (laughs) We're excited for another episode. It's been a little bit, but we're getting back into our gears. I feel like we say this every episode, but we're trying. Life gets busy. Um, Our last episode was our Q&A episode, which was fun. We got to answer some of the questions that y'all have sent us over the last few weeks about our lives with arthritis and um, we got to our, what did I just say? Arthritis? Did I say arthritis? Our lives with arthritis. I think arthritis. you said it right. Okay. With our lives with arthritis. Um, but we got some fun feedback on Instagram, some more messages from you guys. Um, a lot of you had, um, tips and comments of what to do before infusions or injections, even after we uploaded the episode. So you can definitely go check those out on our Instagram post from last week. Um, But life since the last recording, Becca, you had a bridal shower. Yes, I did. It was so fun. Um, Michael, my fiance's mom's friends, and his aunt threw us this amazing like couple shower. So it's kind of like a bridal shower, but we invited all the couples along. And it was such a fun way for everyone to meet each other and uh, catch up with each other and just kind of get ready for the wedding because we've been engaged for a million years. So it was fun to finally being able to celebrate. Um, family came down into town, even though all the South Arrest drama was going on. They still made it down here and we had a great time. So now just, you know, wedding planning, booked my new caterer, had to get a new caterer. So that was a whole thing too, but we're moving right along and then work is just busy as always. But what about you? I know you've been out um, of town and yeah, we were out of town for a wedding and we have another one to go to next weekend. So we have our two in October almost checked off. And then we had my uncle came over to visit. We did a beach day, um, but pretty kind of like low key other than that we just have had like we have like those two travel weekends of October for the weddings and the weekends where we don't have anything I was trying to like lay low because like just to savor some downtime oh my gosh that's how we were this weekend we were like we are not going anywhere we're not yeah. doing anything just been like go 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 and now I'm like three weeks out from my big event for one of my work. big events for work so I'm just like totally laying low yeah, I know. And trying to stay healthy too. That's like the biggest mm. thing for me right now. Like I'm just trying to like not get sick, stay healthy. Got oh my, my shot the other day. Oh, that's good. I haven't done that yet. I um, still have this like nasty cold slash cough. I don't even know what it is, but it's like working its way through the system. I don't know how you felt this morning, but my whole body this morning, it was like, just so like, achy and then I realized so Florida went from like 90 degrees yesterday and like right now it's in the high 70s I'm like just such a big temperature drop like so affects my joints I'm glad at least it was the weekend that I can be lazy today and I didn't have to like 
get up and like rush to get ready for work, but we made some breakfast now getting to record and just watching football all day is the plan. Oh, I know. I love relaxing weekends like that. Um, this past week though, we, um, had world arthritis day. It was October 12th, right? Yes. October 12th was world arthritis day. Um, we got to, um, connect with a lot of new people on Instagram on world arthritis day, which was great. So if we have any new listeners, welcome, but world arthritis day is kind of, I don't know. It's like, it's a big deal. I guess in the community, everyone's always like talking about arthritis, posting about it. What does, so like, kind of like, we want to talk about like what arthritis day means to us. Um, if like, if there's anything we do specifically on world arthritis day or anything like that, um, Becca, do you want to start? I know. I feel like I'm always the one that's like, you're the good example and I'm like the bad example. So you make me <laughs> go first, but, um, it was kind of just like any other day for me. Like, honestly, like I had a lot of friends tagging me and stuff and sharing the posts that, you know, we did on the Instagram and it was just kind of like, oh, wow. Like it just kind of takes me back and like reflects on the years that I've been diagnosed. Like I'm like, God, like thinking about all the stuff. Mine's been almost 20 years now. So just thinking of how far medicine has come, like my like perspective about having arthritis has come, like everything, like it's just completely shifted over the year. So it's just kind of like a day that, you know, not that I forget it's coming over here, but all of a sudden it's like here and I'm like, well, every day is World Arthritis Day. So this is just like another day for me, but true. Um, I guess that's mm-hmm. kind of how I kind of not celebrated, but kind of like reflected that day. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of the same for me and probably the same for everyone. The only other thing I would add is like, it's almost like a kick in the butt for me for like advocacy purposes. I'd like, is a good reminder of like why we do all of this, why we do the podcast, why we do, you know, the sharing on Instagram, sharing on socials, stuff like that. Um, and all of our like volunteerism with the arthritis foundation, it all comes back to like this one purpose and one reason. So that I feel like that was like for me this year, at least it was like a big reminder because just things have been so hectic. I feel like this whole year, like we've both moved, we both have weddings coming up. COVID has been like up and down, but like still in Mm -hmm. our faces. Um, There's just been a lot going on this year. So it was good to like a good reminder of why we do this. Yes, totally (laughs) agree. And I loved like all the support and it just still amazes me like that we can reach people however social media lets us reach people that like people are messaging us like I've never heard of you guys but I saw your posts and I've been listening to your episodes and I just got diagnosed I've been diagnosed for 30 years or back and forth it just it still just amazes me how like the world is like connected and how that day brought so many people to our like platform and stuff too so very cool yeah. very humbling experience for sure yeah, it was really nice to connect with some new people, but um, in connection to like World Arthritis Day, we wanted to talk about advocacy today and like volunteering and fundraising and what you can be doing um, to get involved if you're interested. Um, Beck and I will share, I mean, how we've gotten involved too with the foundation and sharing and whatnot, but uh, that's kind of where we wanted to tie this in today. 
So in light of World Arthritis Day and Becca and I's recent conversations around advocacy and giving back, um, we wanted to invite a special guest onto this episode. Um, We have Melissa Huey. She is the executive director in Florida for the Arthritis Foundation. I think I got your title right. Maybe. Yep. You're right. Okay, cool. Um, So we just want to introduce Melissa and then we'll go over some things about the foundation and how you can get involved and all the good stuff. So Melissa, if you want to introduce yourself. Sure. So I'm Melissa Huey. As Brianna said, I am the executive director in the state. I live in St. Pete, Florida with my 11-year-old daughter, and I've um, been with the organization, gosh, over 10 years now, which is awesome. I can't believe it. Um, But yeah, such an amazing journey and opportunity to work with so many awesome volunteers. That's awesome. Melissa, I never asked you this, but how did you first get involved with the Arthritis Foundation? Yeah, great question. Um, So I... I went to Florida State um, for college, and after that, I had majored in sports management. I I thought I really wanted to work in events, and I I did right out of college. Um, But then quickly, you know, kind of realized it wasn't maybe the right place for me, Um, but had been working for a sports organization here in the Tampa Bay area, and I just loved their foundation side of things um, and all the work that they were doing in the community. So I thought that was a a transition that I might want to make, um, and I ended up first going to work for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. I was with, with them for about six years. Um, and, you know, obviously I got to work in the healthcare space there, also in autoimmune disease, um, you know, working with a lot of families who had children affected. So when this opportunity came about, it was a really kind of a natural transition for me. Um, and so, yeah, that was, gosh, February of 2011. That's awesome. I never knew that you, that's where you started and like how you ended up with the foundation. I feel like everyone's path to like working with nonprofits is so different. Mm-hmm. It's true. I think though, like, you know, if that's your passion place, you somehow find your way there. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, but I know too, I, Bree and I were, when we were talking before we started recording, I was like, I wonder if Melissa remembered how she like met us. I don't know. I was like, I feel like that would be like a fun thing for you to tell everyone how you, because like Bree and I, um, we met at one of the Arthritis Foundation events that I was volunteering for and I was doing the Jingle Bell table and then she like added me on LinkedIn. So I always joke with her about how she slid in my LinkedIn DMs <laughs> instead of like Facebook or Instagram. So I just think it's so funny how everyone meets and like intertwines and everything. Well, yeah. So you guys are all professional on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely Brie for sure. <laughs> yeah. I love those kind of stories too, because sometimes I don't realize like at programs and events like that, um, that that is where people are meeting or making a connection. And I think of you guys too, and you know, how far you've kind of come in your volunteering journey as well. But yeah, I think I remember, um, Becca, for you, I actually, my first recollection was through someone else, um, Natasha Sherwood. I remember being with her and and she was heavily involved with AOPI, um, the sorority that supports the Arthritis Foundation. And she told me about this young lady, Becca Nelson, that I just had to meet. And then she raved about you for about 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) Um, 
And then Brianna, I remember my first memory, I think, is meeting you at a Starbucks for coffee <laughs> near UT's campus. And I think you were still in college then. Yeah, I was. And talked a lot about like your camp experience and things like that um, and about getting more involved locally. And then you never knew you'd make it this far. <laughs> yeah. Around the same time, too, I think I met up with Jeremy from the like on the board and from the foundation, too, which was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it's really neat to kind of see, and it's happening for me now that I've you know been here a little while. Some of our JA kiddos who like I work with their parents and they were kids and now they're young adults um, and they're looking to get involved in their own way too. So it's yeah, it's pretty cool to see kind of everyone evolve in that and find their place and their voice. What do you think is like the best like first step for people to get involved? Like I know I feel like Bree and I are very partial to the Jingle Bell Run and events and like networking and stuff. But what what do you think is truly like the best way to get involved? Yeah, well, I always I always think and believe that you have to find the area that you're going to have fun with. Um, so whether that is an event like the Jingle Bell Run uh, or the walk or helping um, an outreach to like newly diagnosed families or even, um, you know, just working on some virtual projects from home. I think it's really like what's best for the individual and where they feel like they can fit it into their life for one, right? Because we're all so busy. And then two, um, you know, where they they feel some passion. So maybe it's advocacy and they want to go meet with their local representatives or maybe it's event planning. But that's kind of how I try and guide people is, you know, where does their interest lie and what are they passionate about? And then we, we have a volunteer opportunity for everyone. Um, so we have people who listen from all over the country when they're like, if they're thinking about getting involved with the arthritis foundation, would they like, would the best thing to do be to reach out for from somebody from that state or what would the best thing to be, to do be? Yeah, definitely. I think um, the first place I would probably go is arthritis.org. And then based on your local area and your location, um, it'll come up with what your nearest office is. So we do have a few areas where it's not necessarily set up like Florida, where we're just, you know, we operate kind of as one state, Um, but it'll tell you like, who's your closest person um, and provide contact information. And then I would definitely, you know, reach out, email or phone call and share that you're just interested in learning a little bit more. And then again, I think in every area of the country, there's, there's definitely a need right now um, for more volunteers and, and there's so many ways to get involved. So there's definitely something for everyone. I also feel too, like, um, I know a lot of people that have messaged us said that they're like nervous about trying or they're like, don't know anyone. And I feel like, um, I mean, I know I'm speaking for you in Florida, but I'm sure arrested arthritis foundation as a whole I feel like you're pretty good at connecting people too like if you know someone's really passionate about events like getting them involved on the committee or someone's doing this advocacy and introducing them kind of the right people is that do you see that pretty standard like across the board like is that kind of part of your like onboarding with volunteers and everything too yeah I think so um definitely Uh, that's one of you know to me one of the best tools that the arthritis foundation can provide as being that connector because you know, we have amazing tools and resources. Um, but sometimes people just need to feel like they're not alone on their journey. 
And that's something that we can provide. So I, you know, I, I dislike it when I get phone calls from people and they share that they've been living with the, you know, RA for 15 years and they've never met anyone else. I just hate to hear that. Um, and I, I think that's, you know, a piece of what the foundation does. And, you know, we definitely have studies that show that people who are involved, involved with the arthritis foundation have better outcomes. And while some of that is due to the tools and resources that are available personally, I think it's because they become engaged in a community and they feel more a part of something. And that does lead to, you know, better overall health outcomes. So definitely, I think anywhere in the country, you'll find that. Um, and it's, you know, obviously great to kind of find your own community and again, find your voice. Yeah, I definitely would agree with the community piece of it. I know like when we would do our Jingle Bell committees in person, like our dinners at the restaurant, everybody like so looked forward to that um, every month or however often we did it. And it was like, kind of like our time with like our arthritis people Mm -hmm. um, once a month where you could like talk about stuff that you don't talk to like your normal like friends about maybe they don't like totally understand Um, but I know like Becca and I have talked about that before I know Amy always says that too like she loves like getting together with people um, with a similar you know kind of mindset around that absolutely absolutely well and I think there's to be said for being able to, you know, talk to another warrior about infusion day or shot night. And that's just something that, you know, you can't always just read about or only hear from your physician. So that part of it's truly invaluable, I think. And then what's your advice for those folks that might not have arthritis, but want to support like the warrior in their life? Like what's the best way for them to get involved and connected? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I love when that happens because it's such a unique perspective too. Um, well, I always, you know, I look at, again, there's several ways to get involved. Um, one is, you know, sharing of your time, which of course, again, is very invaluable these days. But um, I think looking at, you know, are you interested in becoming a volunteer again in any different area? Um, also sharing your talent. So, you know, based on your career path, do you have a particular area of expertise that might be able to help the foundation? Um, and then of course, always um, donations are very, very important to the foundation. And so sometimes that's, you know, depending on where you are right now in your life, that's um, a way that you might choose to support. So I always kind of look at those three ways. And again, depending on where you're passionate about and where you want to help, um, there's definitely an opportunity for everyone. I love that. That's awesome. Okay. Do we have any other questions for Melissa or anything else we wanted to cover? Melissa, what is your favorite like time of the year, favorite thing that you like to do for the Arthritis Foundation? Well, I am a little biased. Uh, (laughs) For me, it is definitely the Jingle Bell Run. It is so fun and festive and um, I think something, you know, in our community that people look forward to every year, it's our largest event. Um, and of course that means our largest fundraising activity, which at the end of the day is extremely important to be able to continue the mission, you know, the research and advocacy work. Um, but also I love it because it brings together, um, our arthritis warriors, like in the masses, it is our largest gathering. Um, and so that's so fun. And I think this year is a 
especially unique and special because we'll be coming back together for the first time in a long time. So really looking forward to it. Yeah, I yes. feel like our area gets so excited about Jingle Bell Run. Um, I've actually sadly never been to a walk to walk to cure in Tampa yet. Um, but I love our Jingle Bell Run. So yeah, the walk, the walk is super fun, but you know, I miss like it's just the festive part of it, I guess. It's so awesome to see everyone dressed up and so into it. I feel yeah. like everyone loves the holidays and that time of year. So that's definitely why I'm partial to it. And I know too, like just thinking like kind of pivoting away from like the events. I always get emails from the Arthritis Foundation about like the advocacy side. And I know we we're kind of talking a little bit about that with World Arthritis Day earlier, but uh, sometimes it's just as simple as like clicking a button and signing up, you know, like for a petition or like doing, I try and do that as those come in. But what is like the biggest focus right now going on on like the advocacy, advocacy section of the arthritis mission, like how can we help? Like how can people our age help, social media? Like what can we do to kind of help with the advocating? Sure, that's a great question. So our advocacy work focuses on both the state and federal level. So depending on what state you're in, there's probably a, you know, a hot topic per se going on. I know in a lot of states right now, it's around a step therapy bill. Um, and California just passed, several other states have already passed um, that bill. So that's pretty exciting. And then at a federal level right now, I'd probably say with, you know, with everything going on there, it's around a lot of arthritis funding. So, you know, it's really important that we are able to continue the federal level funding of arthritis research. Um, and so that's where a big push is right now. And for people to get involved, you're right, Becca, um, advocacy is actually an area that I kind of look at as not being as time consuming as some other things. Um, so it's a great kind of first volunteer step for people. Um, but if you go to arthritis.org, you can go to the advocacy section and click sign up to be an advocate. And while that might sound scary, literally all it means is then you'll be, you know, on an email list and when bills or, you know, other important initiatives are coming up, you'll receive a notification. Um, and it's all like ready-made for you. So you can click and send to your local representative um, through the system and you can share your story or there's a template there. If you don't have time, you can literally send because when we come together, you know, and have many, many voices, that's, that's really what makes an impact at the end of the day and advocacy work. So the more people who are, you know, letting our representatives know what an important issue this is to us, um, then the greater impact we can have. It's so awesome that the foundation makes that so simple for people to get involved and um, kind of like be an advocate in that sense. We'll definitely add the link to that website um, where they can sign up to be an advocate through the foundation um, to the bio of this podcast. So if you're interested in looking more into that, check the description of this episode and we'll have it there. Yes, I love that. I think that is everything we have for you, Melissa, today. We are so grateful you were able to come on with us. This was kind of, um, we pulled this together last minute, but uh, with the topic we wanted to cover this week with World Arthritis Day and advocacy, we couldn't think of someone better to bring on um, than you. And we're just glad to have you um, here in Florida with the foundation. So happy to be able to work with you all the time. And 
again, thank you for coming on and talking with us and sharing some information about the foundation. Absolutely. Well, thank you for the invitation and thank you to both of you for all you do um, for the Arthritis Foundation and really for all of our warriors. That means a lot. Thank you, Melissa. Well, that was so fun, Becca. I'm so glad we got to have Melissa on um, as like somebody from the foundation to share what we've been trying to say about volunteering and advocacy. Um, and she gave some great insight, I think, for everybody like in, in the country, really. Yes, agreed. I just feel very motivated now to get back out and get going with some of this volunteering, especially as things are becoming more and more available to help with. Yes, we have, um, so Beck and I, you might've heard our, we're big Jingle Bell Run family. That's like our, our family's thing is Jingle Bell Run. Um, my family has been doing Jingle Bell Run since like 2012, 2013, like very early on, um, in my, like when I was diagnosed was our first Jingle Bell Run. So, uh, I won't, do you remember when your first one was? Mine was 2016, I think. Yeah. So I think it's, (laughs) I think it's only been about five years. But anyway, Becca and I are big Jingle Bell Run family teams, um, big Jingle Bell Run team families, team families, family teams, regardless. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Um, If any of our listeners are interested in, you can join us virtually. If you're in the local area and want to join us in person, we would love to meet you um, and want to join one of our teams for Jingle Bell Run or make a donation or anything like that. Uh, we'll be linking those in, we can link those in the podcast description as well, both of our teams, and we can link them on our Instagram. I think we'll be having a few little fundraiser things coming up um, to raise money for our teams, but like through the Those Girls with Arthritis platform, which is pretty cool. And yeah, I mean, that's my plug for Jingle Bell Run. I'm super excited for this year because we're back in person. Um, and yeah, it'll be fun. but other than that um i think that wraps up our advocacy episode hope you guys learned something and this was just about the arthritis foundation but there's so many different foundations out there for all different sorts of um chronic illnesses any sort of diseases anything like that do some research um and you can find people just like melissa to touch base with in your area for your specific foundation you're looking for and find ways to get involved. Uh, Like we said, we'll have everything linked in the description of this podcast if you're interested in finding out more and getting involved. But have a great week and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you never miss an episode. We encourage you to share our podcast with others. And if you enjoyed listening today, please make sure to let us know. We always want to hear from our listeners. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Those Girls with Arthritis.